and welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It's Brian here in North Texas, and I'm joined this evening with the train man himself, Frank from Austin. Frank, how are you? I'm doing well, Brian. How are you? I'm doing just dandy. And, uh, God, it's, uh, it's, a long, it's a long train you got going on there. It's been going for a couple minutes, it seems like. Yeah, it's, well, you know, that's right. We keep this uh, economy I fully can't even functioning. Hear it. Oh, it's gone now. As soon as I brought it up, it just disappeared. Um, <laughs> but the wonderful, soulful sound of Willem in Tulsa is also joining us. Willem, how are you? Good. How are you, Brian? Crushing it as per usual, my brother. So, uh, Frank is busy wh- whipping balls across his backyard. I'm guessing he's throwing them to his dog. Yeah, Leo's participating in the podcast tonight. Ah, good to have Leo <laughs> back, being a little asshole that he is. As he hasn't gotten him. his workout today. Yeah, so I've seen uh, you've been throwing that ball for best like twenty minutes, so that's good. Uh huh. That's good. He's he's getting he some gets it every time. That's that's our There's Leo. No end to it. That's our Leo. And the whole crowd. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, I, I will. I'm happy to report that tonight is an absolutely gorgeous evening here in Beta, Texas. Yeah. So they're yeah, sitting on the patio feels a little bit like an air conditioner. I, I bet it's like 82 degrees out here. That's amazing. It is not that way up here. It's not. It's mm-hmm. hot. It's hot as balls. It's hotter hotter than balls. Supposed Damn, to be getting, that sucks, Brian. It's really nice up here, too. It's supposed to be getting cooler, but I think it's the amount of concrete that we have around us 24-7. Mm. Yeah, really Dallas does do that. holding heat right now. But yeah, they say it's supposed to be in the 90s, this, like in the low 90s, upper 80s yeah. this weekend. So. Remember how I said, I think it's 82? Yeah. It's fucking 82 on the dot. Well, look at that. Your your internal anal thermometer is on point, right? <laughs> hey, the low tonight, 68. Definitely sleeping with the windows open. One number away from the best number. Am I right? 67 for life. That's right. <laughs> Frank, are you drinking anything out on the patio this evening, or are you just I am. Balls? I am having, damn it, I forgot the can. You it's that kid. apricot peach thing. I had it last that, time. That one. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, it's good. Uh, it's. I still have two cans left. I've only had one. So, yeah, this one's tasty. <laughs> Beautiful. You know, the only thing that I will say, whenever you put something not beer flavored in beer, right, mm-hmm. I get that same smell as I get with that most hated beer of all time. The Madagascar vanilla from, bullshit beer. Away from Southern Stout? Yeah. Or Southern Tier? Jesus. Southern yeah. Stout. So I get that I get that same that same smell. It just smells kind of, it's not plasticky, you know, but it's like I don't know how to describe it. I think it's just because I'm not used to having flavored beers like this. Well now, let's see. Do you do you even remember remotely what the name was of that beer? And I'm very sorry that I don't remember it. Um I will look it up. I sent it in the Telegram, so it, it'll be in the images. Oh, okay. Look it up real quick. We only had like one or two of those images shared back and forth. <laughs> no, but it should it should come up in the history. 
Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll find it. The reason I bring that up is because if you have like a peach like milkshake beer, sometimes those beers are made with uh, lactose and vanilla, eh, or they use vanilla in fruited beers to accentuate some flavors, or they use fake flavors to accentuate fruited flavors, and sometimes fake flavors have vanilla extract included in them to uh, give the uh, sweet perception without providing sugar sweetness. Okay. So it, that may be what you're tasting in some of those fruited beers. Uh, okay. Especially milkshake beers. If you have any milkshake beer, it's typically going to have lactose at least, and more than likely it's going to have vanilla added to it. Okay. So it's just, good. I mean, it's yeah, this one is the untitled art by Aslan beer co. It's the fluffy peach IPA. That's fluffy peach IPA. Yeah. Let us see. Very tasty. Oh, look at that. Frank IPA with marshmallow, vanilla and peaches. Uh, Your shit has marshmallows in it. There's the answer. And, uh, it does have lactose. So boom, boom, both fronts. Boom. Nailed it. All right. Um, so yeah, that would be why you taste that familiar flavor because it's the familiar flavor. <laughs> uh, that makes a lot more sense now. Uh, and I can taste the marshmallow now. Now you okay. do. Well, you could probably pinpoint because marshmallow is one of those flavors that tastes like several other things, but not quite enough like them. Um, and then but not you, that you, but when you know it's marshmallow, you taste you it. You taste it. You're like, ah, that's that shit. Yeah. Um, Villum. I don't know if you're done with dinner yet. <laughs> so you're taking a little midnight snack. Uh, what are you drinking on tonight? Uh, I'm drinking a beer that Frank gave me while I was down there called. The Euro Spliff from Beer Separatist Project. Euro Spliff? Nice. Yeah, it's a German style Pilsner served unfiltered. I don't you don't have the camera, so I can I guess I can turn it on. Hold on. No, I got it. I'll pull up the uh, I pull up the This images. is what it the beer looks like. It's a little hazy. Yeah. Unfiltered this is can. It's, it's pretty a, really cool can. It's technically a Zwickelpils. Or an unfermented pilsner, or un unfiltered pilsner. Oh, I see. I'm right there. Zwickel. Um, Zwickel. <laughs> yeah, Zwickel, my pilsner. I can't tell where they're from, though. They are from a separatist beer project. We are located in eastern Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah. Where, okay. where they make really good. Where they make baseball bats and um, gloves. That's, that's probably not what they make there, but I'm just go with it. <laughs> oh, the shit's good. I love a Zickel beer. I don't know if you've ever had one, Villain, but uh-uh. they are goddamn tasty and delicious. Just so y'all are aware, if I speak completely out of turn, sometimes your sound will like slow down and then just suddenly catch up. So, Oh, no, I took a lot of pills before the podcast. That's actually how I'm talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I am fucked up up here. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of talking fucked up, uh, do y'all remember that time that I was supposed to take uh, one of Willem's friends home from a party in college and came up to me and started talking in fucking slow motion and I couldn't figure out what was going on with him? No. And he was like, is your name Andrew Blank or Christopher Blank? I was like, what the fuck is happening with you? I'm supposed to get a ride home from one of you. I was like, what the fuck? There's one of me, and I am neither of those people. 
Yeah. <laughs> that night was crazy, and I was like, this villain guy hangs out with some odd characters. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> Fucking A. Uh, well, uh, gentlemen, I am drinking something that's it should be near and dear to hearts because I feel like uh, the brewery made this beer specifically for us, especially after those those conversations that we've had on this podcast. Uh, this beer is called Dad Talk Lager from Rufftail Brewing Co. Uh, I feel like I feel I feel seen, or I felt seen when I uh, when, when I saw this package come out. It came out like not too long after Frank and I had long drawn out conversations on this podcast about switching over LED lights, uh, <laughs> switching over your house <laughs> to more more responsible lighting techniques, and uh, I think. Uh, Frank and Willem had just talked about uh, shoes for a while that had come up, uh, and we got made fun of on Instagram for having some serious dad talks, and voila, dad talk logger appears. So uh, how much is that? Because everything from the brewery that I've tried to buy has been pretty expensive. What what brewery? The brewery? I thought you said this is from the brewery. No, this is from Rufftail. Oh, okay. I was Sorry. talking about the. You stepped away, I think, when I said the name of the yeah. actual. It's from Rufftail Brewing. Oh, okay. Uh, I bought this from my visit to Oklahoma a couple weeks ago. Out of Stilly? No, uh, Midwest City. Oh. Uh, I thought they were out of Stillwater. No, that's Monk, uh, Iron Monk Brewing. All right. That's Iron Monk. You're right. Um, no, Rufftail is one of the, one of my go to Oklahoma beers. I really, really, really like their stuff. Uh, this one is actually. Uh, it is not my favorite, full disclosure. Not my favorite. I did buy a six pack of it from the from the taste. A room. lager? Yeah, it's a pale lager, and I will say they got a little heavy handed with the the hops in here, and uh, they got a little underhanded with the fermentation. But it is not a bad beer. It's just um, it lacks that crisp bite that you want from uh, a lager in the summertime. See, I call that the cereal note. Now, cereal. See, <laughs> here's the deal. If you, if you it, it, it leaves my palate so it's like cereal. when I, well no not so cereal but it's the same it's the same clean palate that I get after I drink cereal milk you know like, yeah I would say if you if the I would agree with you if you said wet cereal if you got okay, like fair. I guess super, I mean wet cereal. because there is like if you taste a really fresh fresh lager uh, with really well made or like well crafted pilsner malt. That gives you a fr- like fresh open bag of like I don't know cornflakes or rolled oats or whatever you want to like. Neither one of those items are fucking in beer, but you know what I mean. Like that fresh, <laughs> that fresh cereal note, like the fresh out of the paper, the plastic bag, right before you rip it down the side and fucking all your cereal goes in the cardboard box. You know what I'm talking about? Oddly specific. It what is. Cereal are we talking here? Lucky Charms. No, that's a different beer altogether, and we won't talk about that beer. That's what you're drinking tonight, basically, is goddamn Lucky Charms with marshmallows. It's actually true. Now that, now that you mentioned that, it is true. Oh, fucking A, man. Uh, like I said, this is not the beer that I would hand to someone as a classic example of what these guys are capable of, but because it is one of the first times that I've ever tasted their lager in package, like a lager in package from them, not bad. I'm, I'm going to say not bad. I'll still take everything rhymes with orange every single fucking day, <laughs> but yep. uh, I had a, a brandy one or a an apple brandy barrel aged stout mm. from them over the weekend, and that one was a bit of a fucking game changer. 
It was good. It was really good. It wasn't uh, so. Prairie made a beer called uh, Apple with Apple Brandy Noir. I think. I mean, because Apple Apple Brandy is a very particular flavor, and it's re- it's really fucking good. <laughs> like I've never it's had super sweet. Like, uh, super sweet. I think most brandy is super sweet. No, uh, it depends. Uh, it no, depends on the sugar. The yeah, it depends on the sugar content of the grape. Also, how long they aged them in the cognac barrels. Um, if you, one thing Brian South Africans like is fucking brandy. <laughs> with Coke. It's the most random. Well, I guess not random. The wine industry is pretty big. I can yeah, I was gonna say I can see that. Any wine growing areas, I mean brandy, cognac, and fucking uh whatever the hell is the Germans drink, the clear the spirit, the made from grape shit. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So all that to say, rough tail. Of the two beers, or the three beers that I got, two of them were very lovely and beautiful. And then Dad Talk Lager, I'll be drinking on my own. Sporadically. All right. <laughs> so, gents, how's your week been? Now that we've got all the formalities out of the way. Y'all y'all killing the game in your respective areas? Uh, killing the game. I, I don't know, Brian. I'm just exhausted all the time these days. How about you? Are you fucking kidding me right now? I don't now? even have a yeah, I was gonna say you're in the peak. You're you peak villain right now. Okay, you can't be tired all the time. You just feel can't. like, yeah, yeah. I know. No, I'm I'm just fucking with you. I think I am tired all the time because I'm always doing everything. <laughs> what you need to do is get yourself on some of Alex Jones uh, supplements and really boost oh, your God. boost your manhood or whatever yep. it is. Yeah, I think that's it. That's right. That sounds right. Do you think that guy made enough money to never have to do? anything again no definitely not no definitely not absolutely he, well, not. He, made, he made a lot of money and then he spent it all to try to promote his shit podcast and also so then his... my question is what do you do in life after a stint like that where do you go <laughs> I, like i would more extreme <laughs> yeah i guess i on a personal level would like to suggest he find a knife and headbutt it that mm-hmm. would be great i would oh, i mean yeah be the most sensible decision. Really say I like to subscribe to that podcast. <laughs> Alex Jones, you're about to headbutt a knife. And it's just done. <laughs> it just goes off. Although I would like to, you know, his voice does, is very specific, and I would like to see him promote some, like, eat, like overnight uh, as seen on TV products. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you tired of brushing your teeth? I've got the drill attachment toothbrush for you. And he's just knocking meth teeth out of his head. It's great. All right. Can we uh, also just discuss the fact that the man takes shirtless pictures mm-hmm. thinking he looks badass, mm-hmm. but really he just looks like a fat guy that lifts a weight every once in a while. Like, he does. He doesn't at all look like the specimen of a vitamin steroid using person that he thinks he is reflecting. You're just nutrient deficient, and you've subscribed to the mainstream media's attacks on me. <laughs> also, uh, the chemicals we put in the water are making frogs gay. <laughs> I just, I you know, I lost all respect. What little I had left for Joe Rogan when he put that man on a podcast. That was the last time I listened to the Joe Rogan Fuck podcast. Idiot. Seriously, the last time that I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast. And honestly, after since then, every time I hear someone listening to a Joe Rogan podcast or bringing it up, I really question what the fuck's going on with them. Because I'm like, well, you had to have heard it, right? You heard it? Yeah. You heard him on, on, on air talking about Pizzagate? Like, it happened? 
We're, we we heard the same thing, right? It's wild. Unbelievable. Yeah, I am not a big fan. I really wish he hadn't done that. Anywho, on to so, bigger and better uh, things. So it, it does seem as though the child beater Adrian Peterson has gotten himself into a significant amount of debt. Um, what? Ow. <clears throat> And after a $100 million career, is sitting on a lawsuit for a $5.2 million loan that he cannot repay. What was the loan for? Because I feel like that's a specific amount of money, maybe for a house or a business. Uh, so he defaulted on a bunch of other loans, and someone gave him a loan to pay those off. Yeah. And it that's seems sweet. like that is the stuff that he has never paid back. Ah, I see. So someone stole a whole bunch of money from Adrian Peterson, mm -hmm. and he's gonna probably move back to Paris, Texas, and be as uh, fucking poor as he was when he moved out of there. So, well, you know, full circle. I hope that, um, yeah. All I know about Adrian Peterson is uh, when he played at OU, he his his family lived in my hometown. I I bet they paid for all of it. Yeah, they just happened to move into a house with. Like two brand new Mercedes parked out front when they moved in. It was the wildest damn thing I ever saw. It had nothing to do with Stoops' brother's dealership down the road. Go, fuck it. There's no possible way. The, the one that he worked at, Yeah, Rhett Bomar and him both worked at, yet yeah, Rhett somehow got nailed for being on a payroll and not working. And that A. Peterson name just got scribbled off at the last second. You remember how piss poor of a quarterback Rhett Bomar was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you had any questions... Remember when they played, when Oklahoma State played uh, Sam Houston State mm -hmm. uh, in Rhett Bomar's like, comeback year? Yep. And uh, everybody was like, oh, better watch out for old Rhett. And then he threw like three picks on a defense that was terrible. It was really like bad. a step really up from I think high school. Our best defender was Justin Gilbert. <laughs> I think I think he, yeah. uh, well, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, no. Uh, so that's all I really know about Adrian Peterson. Oh, that and... Uh, uh, his little sister and little brother who were in elementary and middle school uh, in my hometown were the most insane athletes in the fucking school district. <laughs> his little... His little brother... His, no, his little, bro, his little brother uh, and his little sister. His little brother was in like eighth grade when he was a senior, and he's like just fucking dominating in every sport yeah, that he did. Quiet. His little sister was like beating up on kids and dunking on kids in the middle school. That is all crazy. Fun. It's wild. Yeah, listen, I, all day was he was a good running back, but man, he was a shit person. Yeah, he was a real asshole. He had like three kids by the time he left the uh, Oklahoma or University of Oklahoma. Yeah, good for him. You know, sow them wild oats. A D. Anyway, uh, I don't know if you saw. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the the happenings in the news today, but there was something that popped up on my radar that kind of pissed me off. Uh, so ice, and this is definitely a change in subject. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, we're going deep right now. Shifting gears heavy. Well, yeah, because we always end up fucking just jerk, slow jerking, and then like at the forty minute mark, we're like, just oh, we have a good story. American citizen, is this where we're yeah, going? Yeah, okay, this fucking eighteen year old kid who was born in Dallas was picked up by border patrol agents in South Texas when he was riding with his cousin, and uh, and he looked Mexican because he is. He's yeah, he is Mexican. He's born in Dallas. 
Yep. His cousin was not. His cousin was detained. He was detained. Don't know why. Uh, we'll find out in a second. So he was detained. Uh, his cousin was sent to Mexico, and he oh, was yeah. sent to a detention center or whatever the hell we're calling fucking uh, many. No, no, a concentration camp in South Texas. In so- right. Yeah, sorry. Concentration camp in South Texas. He was sent there because uh, when the ICE agents reviewed his documents, they saw his Texas driver's license, his social security card, a uh, wallet-sized birth certificate that he had with him, and uh, they were <laughs> hold like... Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. How fucked are we that, that people feel the need to carry around a wallet-sized birth certificate? Jick, guys, just in case. You know what I mean? Do you, do you even know where your birth certificate is right now? Yeah, it's in a fucking safety deposit box in Oklahoma because I, <laughs> I still haven't gotten it back from my parents because okay. I'm white. I really don't need a fucking birth certificate. That's what it boils down I, to. I can tell you most people in this country, outside of applying for a passport, have never needed that fucking piece of paper. No. Here we have a dude born in America... More American than my ass, carrying around a wallet-sized birth certificate. What mm-hmm. the fuck? All right. For good reason, because... Because he gets detained for three fucking weeks. Bef- and they take this shit from him. Yeah, they take the shit from him, there, and their response was, well, he didn't have his passport. And they're like, well, you don't fucking need a passport as a U.S. citizen. Nope. And then the response was, mm, well, we thought the other documents were forged. Hell not. You don't even... There's no excuse for violating someone's right to you trial you, or whatever. Well, you don't need shit. That's or that's detaining the, someone without cause. Yeah, they right. should. They yeah. can absolutely and should sue. That's the thing. So, so when you drive from McAllen to here, okay, not the other way around. Apparently, you can go freely, but from McAllen to here, there are two border checkpoints, and they're inland borders. Um. Sort of like a secondary checkpoint that's about 100 miles inland. Yeah. Okay. So at the secondary checkpoint, if you look white and they ask you, are you American? And you say yes, they let you go. Yeah, there's no further question. No further questions. If you look any, any shade of brown, you need to give them at the very least a driver's license. And then possibly more if they think it's fake. It's, it's complete racist bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yes. So for three weeks, this man sits in a detention center, concentration camp, sorry, in uh, South Texas. It wasn't until his mom got with the Dallas Morning News and they released an article yesterday Mm -hmm. that got enough attention to actually get this person released and back into uh, his parents' house. It's not like... What's infuriating to me is like if it if it happens to a fucking eighteen year old kid who speaks perfect English and is a fucking citizen, like how many other people, like what other shit is happening out there that is going unreported because parents or uh, guardians and other family members are afraid to even speak up because they're afraid their ass will be taken next. That's yeah. what yeah, it's always way worse than you hear in the news. I feel like yeah, like with stuff like this specifically. Well, so you know what I find ironic, right? Is they, ICE, and their supposed supporters, I guess, think that asking for a passport is fine. Right. Or asking for a birth certificate is fine. You know where that shit comes from? Like Germany, the Gestapo. Even even beyond that. That is exactly how they enforced fucking uh, apartheid. So if you're sitting here and you think we're like miles removed from apartheid, you're fucking 
No. You never understood what it was. You don't understand how it started. Like you're so far removed from history as a as a guiding sort of lighthouse to to what might happen here. It is not acceptable to doubt someone's citizenry based on the fact that they are a different color. They look different than you. Um, that is so beyond what this country was even meant to be or was founded on. Um, it's it's incredible that people are sitting there and be like, yeah, why didn't you have his passport? What the fuck do you mean? Do you have your passport? You travel My passport around, sits here until I need to leave the fucking country. Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't sit here for my drive to my fucking grandparents' house in McAllen. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking you. It's insanity. And these are, by the way, uh, if you ever want to see people get really upset at producing any sort of documents, watch Live Wait PD. For a white person. Watch yeah. Live PD when a person gets pulled over by the cops and they're like, I don't show you shit. I'm a fucking citizen of this country and I will. I pay your taxes. I, my taxes pay your salary. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you entitled asshole. Like, you're being pulled over because you did something wrong dipshit not because you're fucking brown (laughs) like you know and the thing about it is should a week go by and you hear seven white people are killed by the cops you'd see doj fucking fbi everybody raiding these police officers uh precincts to go find out what happened yeah but it doesn't happen here. Ice, ice is is like gods walking this earth. Apparently, yeah, yeah they um, have very. When in fact, I have Facebook groups that are full of fucking anti-Semitic, racist bullshit. Um, you have to be telling, cut from a certain cloth to do a job like that in the first place. Yep, all Absolutely. the same sheet. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> the eye holes. The same people. I mean, a lot of these jobs, and no one's going to say it. Um, or admit to it, but a lot of these jobs are filled by the same sort of happy-go-lucky, let's-go-to-war types that um, ended up going to Iraq. They came back, had messed up kind of mentally from the war, and now they throw them into this job where they have some power, and uh, unfortunately that power goes... (laughs) It doesn't mix well with sort of the previous powers that they had in war, right? I mean, if you're if you're thinking about how do how do you I identify the the enemy um in uh kind of in a foreign situation, right? A lot of it is based on color. It is based on mannerisms, right? But when you come back home, We're if gonna- you still have that fucking mentality, fuck you. Um yeah. And it's unfortunate <laughs> because a lot of these people that they interview on the ice side, they're like, oh, yeah, so you were an Iraq war veteran and now you're here. And you're like, fuck, man, exactly the opposite people we need doing this shit. Yeah, there's a difference between domestic and uh, foreign yeah. uh, mentality. You're not at war here. Yeah, you you're should, not at war. You, should, you shouldn't be at war. Yeah. And that's the issue is a lot of people have created a narrative that – uh, makes them feel like they are in fact at war at home. The issue is uh, when you have a leader who perpetuates that notion and that mm-hmm. average citizens are at war against one another because of the way they believe and the way they talk, uh, like, like literal g- general beliefs are what's the dividing value between uh, civilians to m- make them to fight and turn against each other. It's almost as if this information is coming from a person who's never actually seen combat and uh, it's being turned and twisted into a way that allows them to take like total control 
of a country or an organization. It's fucking wild. I don't know. Maybe it's just it's just fucking happenstance that that's the case. But you know, you know. I just don't know how it happens. <laughs> My fucking bone how. spurs are acting up right now. This time of year, these bone spurs get all bony. You know how it goes. Well, I've got I've got that hemorrhoid right next to my butthole that you had two weeks ago. That wasn't a hemorrhoid. That was an ingrown hair. Sorry, an ingrown hair. Yes, thank you. Please. Uh, same thing. Different things. <laughs> can't, can't get exported to go to war quite yet. Get exported. Need a, couple, need a couple weeks. Uh fucking really, really goddamn annoying. Also, what's annoying and a little bit uh, positive is you see the two police officers in, I think it was Mississippi or Alabama, who got fired for... Uh, one of them posted, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez needs to catch a round. And I'm not talking about the ones that she used to serve. Uh, he got fired for that statement. And then his yeah. buddy on the staff who, who hit like on that comment on Facebook also got shit canned. Which, yeah. sure. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's funny because they got caught. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. Go ahead. But think about how many of these fucks are out there who don't get caught. Yes. Yes. I, I know so many of, it, of the, the, the cops that we dealt with in college that would deal with a black person different than they dealt with a white college kid that was too drunk. Right. Um, and you saw it. You saw it every night on fucking on Street. The Strip and Street, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and now you're dealing with these same fucks out there still patrolling the streets, keeping everybody safe. But really all they're interested in is making sure that sort of the white order of the world maintains itself. And, and keep in mind that that same person, that same mentality uh, is in authority, uh, like in authority positions in other assets, any, uh, in other aspects of life, whether it be at work, being a hiring manager, uh, being uh, do what? It's uh, it's, they have kids that they're raising the same way. Exactly. Exactly. They're they've they're raising kids with that same fucked up mentality, or worse, they're influencing kids with that same fucked up mentality at schools. Because yeah. Mrs. Bryan sees that and battles that every single day, and it's it, for the most part her situations. Luckily, are just pure ignorance and ignorance to exposure to the way other people uh, live in this world. Which honestly, that type of ignorance is. That can be changed with a simple conversation, but it's the ignorance that is set in like a, some foundation of fuck the rest of the people. This is the way I am and I'll always be this way. That is really hard to change. And you need yeah. to have like a good leader to uh, turn that ship. <laughs> and that's, oh God, I get tired thinking about it. I get really Yeah, but there's hard. also just the group of people who just don't want that to happen ever. I mean, like they just, they don't want that leader to to change their way of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but we had it so much more difficult. Right. Yeah. And we, we had eight years of proof that it didn't matter what a person, a non-white individual in leadership position. Um, I mean, guess the ultimate leadership position in the world did for a certain percentage of this society, it was simply going to be, and they made up every excuse in the fucking book. Yep, but yeah, it was simply going racist. to be. <laughs> it racist. was simply going to be that this person was black, and it made them uncomfortable at the very least, and at the worst, they hated him because he was black. Right. So and they fought all eight years tooth and nail. Exactly. To the point where, like, when it was the GOP controlled the House and Senate, nothing got done. Yeah, and 
when you have the audacity now, sorry, to turn around and say that, oh, I can't believe these House Democrats that, you know, like, yeah, ridiculous. You you controlled both houses for how long? You couldn't get jack shit done either. Like, you guys are crazy. It was literally like six years of the Obama presidency. It was total control from the GOP. I just hope that we prove in a year's time that this country is not made up of the a majority racist because it doesn't even come down to policy at this point. This is literally, I mean, when people yell and feel free to chant at rallies that we should deport people based on their beliefs just because they're not white. It doesn't matter that you make up excuses post rally to say, no, it's not because she's, she's, she's Muslim or because she's black from Somalia. That's not it. It's because she's a socialist. What? (laughs) That's like not any better, sir. You're, I mean, you don't do this shit with Bernie. Tell Bernie to get deported. He's an actual socialist, (laughs) like democratic socialist at that, not a communist, whatever the fuck you claim you're, a uh, little puny brain understands about uh, uh, political systems and power structures in, in world history. You clearly have no idea what the difference between full-fledged socialism, communism, and what people are suggesting is. So just shut the fuck up. The problem like, is, just, the problem I'm, he knows is Bernie appeals to part of his base. Yes. Correct. And I, I am just sick of this everybody gets an opinion bullshit. Yeah. You don't get an opinion if it's uninformed. I'm sorry. You don't just get to make up. Like, we just had the anniversary of the moon landing. You don't get to just say the moon landing was fake because. <laughs> right. I don't, know, like, I don't know if you've heard enough people talk about the moon landing, but I think I think they didn't get that same memo, Frank. Our society is as fucked up as it is today because people choose to allow others to just say this shit. Also, without consequence. It's like, oh, yeah, family above all. Fuck that, man. Like. If you're going to hold these ignorant fucking opinions, I don't need to call you. Yeah. That just is what it is. Like, I don't, I don't understand what, like how America got into the situation where you talk about nothing, you question nothing. People just get to say whatever the fuck they want and there's no real consequences for it. I mean, I've got family who vehemently support Trump. Makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. Cause it's but in this never society, in your favor at no all. One, Huh? It's probably the things they support are probably never in their favor at all. It's never in their favor. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it just I I don't I don't get it. I how do they feel about this kid that was arrested in Dallas? Oh, probably that he should have had a passport on him, oh, or Christ. that do or they that, travel around because they live in McAllen. Do they travel around with their fucking passports everywhere? I don't know. They better start. Yes. No. Like no sh- shit. They better. My yeah. favorite is the people who hear those stories and be like, oh, that's not how it really happened. You're like, okay. All right. All right. If that's the way we're going to treat things, we're never going to have a fucking uh, a worthwhile conversation. Speaking of, I did have a fun conversation with my dad in Oklahoma. Uh, we talked about uh, keeping kids in cages and how that's fucked up and wrong. And you know what my dad's response was? Strap in. It gets fun. Well, Obama passed this administration. It's Obama to blame for this. In 2008, he passed the, 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 an executive act that kept him, blah, 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 you know, the, the standard rhetoric. And I go, hey, mm-hmm. real quick, at what month? And I pulled out an imaginary piece of paper. <laughs> I was like flipping through a calendar. It was like, uh, what month in 2008 did Obama become president? 
When was he sworn in? Right. It was in January 2009. So for him to pass any legislation in 2008 would have been really fucking tough. You know, would have been a fucking miracle. Yeah, because he would have been oh sent to gosh. jail for participating. You remember what half the Trump uh, cabinet got busted for in the first couple of months of the of, after he got inaugurated? Yep. Ah, that's the same, happened, huh? the same situation. He just sat there and looked at me and I go, again, I don't care who the fuck is responsible for, for this act, the act. I know who is responsible for enforcing the act. And it's a bunch of people who really spend a lot of time undoing everything else that Obama did, but they're taking real time to declare that this is what Obama wanted and we're going to follow this through to the T. And I yeah. really only suspect that there's a couple of reasons that that is the case. And a lot of it rhymes with fucking xenophobia and the other half of it rhymes with racism. So, yeah, well, it's just an ism in general. Yeah, that's true. They can really get into the technicalities of when xenophobia. it benefits them. And when it doesn't benefit them, it's so easy to just dismiss, dispel it completely. Yeah. Never but, happened. Dismiss it completely. Okay. You're completely correct. But when it benefits them, the technicalities are normally all fucking bullshit. Oh yeah. It's all yeah. like the tax cuts. Oh, they're going to pay for themselves, whatever. Our, our budget deficit is running at one and a half trillion dollars at the end of next year. Because corporations are paying nil, essentially, in, mm -hmm. in, in taxes. Yet he was going to make big corporations pay, finally. And we should be so proud of this fucking orange bozo because he's going to keep everybody accountable. And I don't know what the fuck not. <laughs> uh, it's just the fucking worst, isn't it? Uh, Y'all want to change a pace a little bit? Yeah, let's yes, do it. Okay. So, uh, one, Wait, I've... We should have a beer count. We haven't done one of those in a while. You may play the thing. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll play, I'll play the thing. Hear ye, hear ye. It's time for a beer count. Listen to this track. Beers. I still... I don't know, honestly, thinking back on I don't know why the fuck I put that last bit in there, but it still makes me happy. Uh, Willem, what are you on right now? Uh, I'm finishing up my first, but it was a tall boy, to be fair. Fair. Okay, that's a good move. I appreciate that. I can respect that. Uh, do you already have number two lined up? Uh, depending on how long, much longer we're on this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be yeah, LaCroix La <laughs> to finish up <laughs> the night. Frank, what are you on right now? I am on beer number two for the evening. Okay. The Levante Brewing Company Tickle Parts. Tickle Parts. Yeah. That sounds it, provocative. I like that. Yeah. it's uh, They're out of Westchester, PA. I think I had this one last time, too. Yeah, I did. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's a good one. Still good. It's an exceptionally dry hop New England IPA with low bitterness, rising hop aroma, and a feathery soft mouthfeel. Mosaic Citron Eldorado hops. That'll do it. There you go. They describe it as a <laughs> your palate uh, and nostrils are gently tickled with the aroma of thawing sorbet and other fruit juices. Are you getting you thawing know, sorbet? That's a pretty accurate answer, I would say. All right, tickle parts. I see you have. I see you over there, Levante Brewing. It is because it's 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 really light on the back end. Like okay. it 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 starts off real bitter. And then it, it really mellows out very quickly. I like it. All right. I respect that. I respect that. And Tickle Parts is always, it's provocative. I'm down with that. I am drinking uh, Havana Affair. It's a Pilsner from Stone Cloud Brewing out of Oklahoma City. Havana Affair. I know they've been making this for a little over a year now. 
and can I this, see the can? Yeah, this is the first time I've had this. Uh, Dude, that that uh, brewery's beer is awesome. I, you know, I respect your opinion, and I respect the opinion of people who also like Stone Cloud Brewing. I have seriously had hit and miss experiences with their beers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, I also view them a little differently. I hold them to a really high standard because I know who, like, what brewing standards they came from. And uh, the repeatability is the issue that I have with these mm. guys. The repeatability and price point, honestly. These are the ones who, they're coming up on their second anniversary, I believe. They've got an anniversary party coming up this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Probably am, so don't worry. But uh, last year they famously offered a whole array of anniversary beers that you could buy in bottles, and they were selling their bottles for like thirty to sixty dollars. Oh no! And I was like, "You can go fuck yourself." Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, not. This is not what the scene is about. Well, the issue is they have people buying it, and it's it's fucking painful. Uh, but I know this year they're not offering the same thing. They're offering four packs for like eighteen twenty dollars. So that's on par for other uh, breweries like them. Still a bummer. Anyway, this beer, however, is not a bummer. This is actually really quite good. A nice. This is that cereal crispness that uh, we were talking about for the other that we're missing in the other beer. Um, this is really, really, really good. I'm I'm down with this. This is uh, this is something I can I can kick back a lot of. So, mm-hmm. um, back to that positive note that we're gonna switch over to. So, uh, I had. My daughter, my three and a half year old's been home all summer long, and she's been watching tons of random. Going there. No, 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 no. We're not gonna go there. I was talking about something. I was gonna talk about something else. So she's been watching a ton of like cartoons and stuff. And mom and dad gotta watch some other things sometimes. So she likes Spider Man. We're all for that, okay? Um, so we watched the new Spider Man universe movie. Have y'all seen that? The it's the, which one? It's the animated film with. Yes, it's great. Yeah, with all the bunch of different Spider-Men like coming from different yeah. universes, different parallel times. The movie is so fucking good. I mm-hmm. goddamn loved it. Like what it, it, it is literally the first this is probably the first superhero film that I've seen that I've been like, yeah, fuck everything else. This is the way they should be done from now on. I enjoyed Black Panther. I thought it was cool, but this is fucking tits. Like this is goddamn great. Uh, no, it's an awesome. It's an awesome movie. And it like explores some awesome, like really cool ways of thinking, and it puts a, a teenager in the spotlight of Spider-Man, and it's kind of cool how there are parallels that are drawn to uh, things that Spider-Man goes through on a day-to-day basis that we forget teenagers feel on a day-to-day and hour-to-hour basis of mm-hmm. pressures and trying to figure out how to be a fucking normal human being. Uh, and I think it's a really goddamn good movie. I think more people should watch that. It's really, really good. No, I agree. It's a it's a great movie. I think the the uh, the premise around it is all right now. You have multiple Spider Mans from multiple universes. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's done. I mean, New York is the scene, so it's everything's animated and it's done really well and really accurately. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I'm I'm also a huge fan of that movie. I and see I'm like I said I'm not a big superhero movie fan at all. I think most of them are shit. They've been overplayed and there's no reason to do them all over again even though I think Marvel is literally reshooting every goddamn superhero movie with different casts over the next decade. 
like Natalie Portman as Thor or some shit like that. Oh, I'm like, God. I'm like, okay, I mean, whatever. You guys explore what you need to. You're just not going to get my money at the box office. I saw, but, I mean, someone at Marvel and Disney are going, well, they're both owned by the same, but yeah. Marvel and Disney uh, movies, they're make something new, like stop recreating, especially on the Disney front. Start making some new animated films, whatever. Like Frozen was the last new original thing that really struck a chord, you know? Moana was really fucking good. Sorry, Moana was good too. And Coco wasn't bad. I speak Coco was good too. But I want to see... Oh my God, if you haven't seen Coco, it's devastating. It's a great movie. (laughs) I want to see hand-drawn Disney come back. Like... Stop with this CGI. Everything doesn't have to be CGI. I encourage yeah, if you're if you're just trying to crank out a shitload of movies more quickly. Yeah, what do you hate money, Frank? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Automate that shit. You're the one that said it before. No, uh I will I encourage you because uh, I used to have that mindset of like, ah oh, man, I miss I miss the good old animation days. Go back and watch Pocahontas. Go back and watch it. It's great. Go back and watch it. <laughs> you didn't like it? No, um, it's it's one of those things. Never, was never my favorite, but I mean, I watched The Lion King the other I, day. It's still great. Well, yeah, I think Pocahontas was one of the last hand-drawn animation films that oh, Disney did. Go back and enjoy it. Is you're, it bad? You're just like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, what? It, what why? I don't know. It's one of those things. It's a look, and you get so used to a look, and I know it's a different, like, it's it's art in and of itself. Um, but it's one of those just like, eh. They probably could have done this better. Brian's Brian's not pissed about leaving that behind. I'm not, not at all, (laughs) not at all. And actually, honestly, my dad and Mike Pence ruined that fucking movie for me. So I'm not even gonna. Oh wait, why did Mike Pence ruin Pocahontas for you? Because Mike Pence uh, was running like a far right talk show in the mid '90s, and would talk mad shit about any Disney movie that came out because it was liberal bullshit. Uh, our vice president, neat. Our, yeah, our current vice president. Fucking love that. Yeah, uh, like he went on to say, like his famous, famous uh, criticism was against Mulan, and that Mulan would have never have happened because women can't be in the military. It's <laughs> like this isn't your story to tell, dumbass. This really isn't. Like I don't know why you're piping in on this, uh, but uh, he said something about Pocahontas being factually, historically inaccurate. And I'm like, it's one. It's a fucking cartoon with a goddamn dog and a hummingbird and uh, and a raccoon that all help Pocahontas, okay? And a tree that talks. <laughs> Fuck, are we doing here? Also, again, not your fucking story to tell. Not your story to criticize. This isn't about you or your people. So set the fuck down, Mike. Uh, but it, it was one of those things that my dad and my mom got to a big argument because I went to see Pocahontas and he was like, he can't be seeing this bullshit. I'm like, I'm eight. I'm fucking eight. This is the prime time for this bullshit. Let me enjoy this before you ruin my childhood. Unless here we are. Yeah. I mean, that's the same shit in South Africa. The church told people not to go watch Harry Potter. Oh, the church is witchcraft. Churches here said the same thing. Yeah. You're like, you're just ruining shit for people, man. Like, oh, yeah. this is not, this is not witchcraft. It's just kids having fun. Nah, no, it's just kidding. It's not like, yeah, it's not like Russians are trying to fucking take their identity while they go into the movie theater. Not like that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, what, Villem? Did you just send something? Is that you? Yeah. So apparently, uh, Attorney General William Barr. Oh, Billy Barr. What does he look like? He looks like fucking John Goodman got punched in the nose or something. <laughs> That's a pretty good description uh, right there. 
<laughs> says Americans should accept security risks of encryption and backdoors. Hmm. Yeah, so that's so they encryption can have a backdoor. Doors. So they can have a backdoor to any encryption because they want to be able to monitor apps like Telegram, which is what we use to do our internal group chat, yeah. or WhatsApp, or Facebook Messenger. That's so fucked up, man. Yeah. That's what they want. They want, a, they want a, a master key that the government can search any message anybody's ever sent forever. Yeah. Which... How's everything happening just as, like, in the worst possible timeline yeah yeah but like the worst possible like outcome is like oh what are we that bad it's always that bad (laughs) no it's not even that bad it's that bad plus like three it's that bad and some badness that you didn't even think of because you wouldn't be that bad yet here we are oh christ on a pony this is fucking nonsense yeah Eh. it's funny though i mean what you'll see I, i think it's funny that america thinks they can regulate anything on the internet uh, it's if <laughs> most of these apps are not within their jurisdiction, right? right? So how how are you going to enforce this? Are you just going to not allow people to download the app from here? Okay, then they'll jailbreak their phones and download the app. Like Frank, do you not know how but, Article 2 the works? The amount of things that you have to make illegal for you to be able to enforce this are literally... It, it, it's... It, it's, it's an infinite number of ways that people can break this stupid law that you're thinking about putting through. But the issue the well, and you're correct, but the issue is the average per how, how, what level of intelligence does it take? What level of tech savvy does it take to break through that? And will the majority of American users of technology be able to a comprehend what is, what, the, what is at risk and B be able to work around those hurdles. I don't, I don't think the majority of Americans will, but I think the majority right. of terrorists will like, I think, I think they think this is going to be a way for them to get at their, the way they're justifying it is we're going to have access to all these terrorist communications. And you're like, okay, that's not true. Right. right. So it's, it's just simply not going to be true. If terrorists wanted to send messages back and forth they could host the server one spot they could host it another spot they can encrypt both of those servers they could literally just remote into those servers type up a message send it to the other server or just leave it on the server and have the server be encrypted this is it's so stupid like yeah the fact that these encrypted messaging services are out there sure does it make it harder or does it make it easier for them to have this level of encryption sure but if they want to send these messages without law enforcement getting wind of it, there's about a million ways around. Luck. Yeah, good luck. This it's, is not a solution to shit. It's the classic. I mean, it's it's a solution to gate a bunch of data on the fucking people that you want to take control over. Uh, but it's I mean, it's the same situation. Like I, I I keep thinking back to remember the the space race with Russians and uh, we spent millions of dollars to develop a fucking pen that writes in zero gravity and the Russians just use a goddamn pencil. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's the same situation like we we put all these tactics in place to stop terrorism uh and terrorists from communicating over the internet and they figured out a way to just type a draft in gmail and then send the password to that gmail account to someone else and they just go look at the Absolutely. drafts that's like the, the fucking key like that that is the most simplified solution to not get fucking caught and mm-hmm. the u.s government has still doesn't have shit they can do about that <laughs> 
There's not because it doesn't commit to any actual server. <laughs> yeah. And what's more is good luck proving that anything bad is happening from that. Like good fucking luck. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a fucking stupid excuse. It shouldn't happen. People should be in the streets if they actually try to do this. And actually the tech community will never allow them to pass this. They'll just stop donating to these fucking officials. So yeah. on the same day that he said we should investigate tech companies and all that shit, he puts this out there. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Fucking John Goodman with his face punched in. Yeah, he does look like uh speaking of John Goodman with his face punched in, you guys should go check out uh Alpha Alpha House. Alpha something. I don't Alpha know. Dog. Is that what the Amazon show was? Mm-hmm. Uh with John Goodman where he plays a Republican representative Republican senator. And, uh, oh shit! I am. It's almost fucking, certain that's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. It's. I don't think Alpha Dog is it. Alpha Dog is that skateboarding commercial or a skateboarding documentary. No, you're mm-hmm. thinking of Dogtown and Z Boys. I am. So dr- Alpha Dog, definitely not it. It's a drug dealing delinquent <laughs> Johnny True Love lives in the high life in L.A. partying with his peers and getting steady dope supply from his dad Sonny. So that's not it. I'm pretty sure it's Alpha House. You know, it's probably better to just start with John Goodman. It's Alpha House. Thank you. And then go to his IMDb page. Uh, IMDb page. It is Alpha House, and it's on Amazon Prime Video. So if you got that, go check it out. It's actually really funny because it just shows like a bunch of dumbass Republican (laughs) senators, and it portrays people like in pretty hilarious light. Uh, You know, the show that is good but doesn't get a lot of street cred mm -hmm. is uh, Cartoon President. That thing, they started it off kind of rough. It was tough to watch. They were doing a bunch of shticks, mm-hmm. but it has gotten so funny week after week. Uh, they nail the fucking Stephen Miller uh, when uh, what's his face uh, Sessions was still part of the cabinet. They nailed him with the Keebler Elf looking motherfucker on there. Um, it's, I'm telling you that just go back and watch that show. It's hilarious. It's going to go down as being very, very funny. Nice. Just not enough people watch it. Cause it's on Showtime. Yeah. That is a barrier to entry for me. I've already got HBO. I don't know. Yeah. That's a lot, a lot man. of credit on that though. It's a great show. Okay. I may have to check it out if I have, yeah. I have if I have the chance. Um, I think you can find clips of it on YouTube. So I watch a lot of other stuff on YouTube. I yeah, dedicated to Hoonigan Project Cars, and that's about it, man. I don't have a whole lot of time for anything else. You know, you know how it Fair. goes. You know how it goes, Frank. Well, as we wrap this, do what? Is that I throw on YouTube when I'm cooking? Ah, it's a good call. I cook in a uh, Tasmanian devil like fucking uh, whirlwind because Got no no time for attention. Yeah, I have no time to fucking watch anything else or do anything else. I did buy uh, some Bluetooth earbuds that have come in handy so I can listen to podcasts while I'm cooking. But are they made out of paper? Basically, yeah, they're uh, they're they're made out of quality just a touch better than the watch that I bought. <laughs> did you open them up and they were filled with hot glue? Yeah, just nothing but hot glue and cotton balls jammed in there. I'm like, <laughs> is this battery even connected to? The insulation's fine. <laughs> yeah, noise cancellation is great. I sleep. I can actually fire handguns with them in, and there's no hearing loss. It's great. All right, hey, quick hitter here. Yes. Mueller testifies tomorrow. Do we uh, do we think this is going anywhere? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? Uh, it's in front of the house, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole thing. I don't think it, I don't think anything will come of it, but I still want to see the shit out of it. I think I think uh, where he's testifying is actually in front of the choir, and he will be uh, yeah preaching to that. I just want to hear it. You know, I want that footage to be on file so that well, one day there's excusing. Dude. There, you know. The last three years have been pretty well documented and ain't shit yeah. happened yet. So I I look at it this way. If you want to hear it, you can always go to audible.com and look for the Mueller report and actually listen to it on audiobook if you want. Word, word. You can buy it on Kindle. <laughs> it's it's out there, it's available, and uh it's already on record. And uh, still nothing is being done. So I don't, I hold no hope. It would take leaders to do that, dude. Yeah, we don't have any of those. We'd... Yeah, I mean, listen. Fresh Nancy out. Pelosi, <laughs> Fresh out. <laughs> Pelosi is going straight up and down as the worst fucking leader for these times. She's she a... Is a- She's a politician. She is not a fucking disaster recovery expert. <laughs> I did not run a campaign on crisis and emergency. I was not a wartime president. People oh, were so pumped when she uh, she was put back in place. Well, it's because it's like uh, you hit a ball. You're you're playing every other ball golf, okay? And you hit a shot, and it goes right in a fucking sand trap. And you look up, yeah. and the next player to take the shot is Tiger Woods. Nancy and you're like, Pelosi. You're like, shit, yeah, Tiger's got us on this one. And you're like, oh, fuck, it's, two, it's, bum knee, it's 2010 Tiger? Back. Fuck! It's yeah, 2010 Tiger. Yeah. I don't want 2010 Tiger. And then up, down, we're still in the sand trap. Fuck! Uh, fuck. <laughs> it's yep. where we're at. Yeah, we have, exactly. the, we have no backbone in the Democratic Party. No. Any party. Fucking embarrassing. And the thing is, is, is they go, oh, this is what we need to do to win the fucking red states. If your job is defined by a fucking document, like it is in the Constitution, it doesn't matter what states you're trying to win or lose or fucking... Yeah, you have to do your job. ...have reach arounds to. You, you have that job. Like, I, I just don't understand how this is even a political argument. The, the man obstructed justice... The man lied numerous times um, in an investigation that was fundamentally about Russian involvement in our elections, but extended to be obstruction of justice, him paying off porn stars, all this other shit. With uh, campaign money. Yeah, illegal campaign contributions. Yeah, that right there, just paying someone off is fucking illegal. Sorry. Yes. But, But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not our fault that he did these things. It is not like, why do I need to apologize for the fact that he did this? And me saying, Hey, he should definitely be held accountable for these things. But on the other side, they're like, Oh, you just hate him because he's Trump. Well, I do hate him because he's Trump, but but I also hate him now because he also did some illegal shit. Yeah. These things are not mutually exclusive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I would expect the same. I would expect the same uh, if fucking Barack Obama like yes. did some shit. And frankly, I agree that Bill Clinton should have been impeached. He lied to Congress. Like, if we're gonna have perjury laws and you per- you know commit perjury, then you there should, should be, be held accountable. There should be a fucking process in place for that. It doesn't matter whose side you're on. You should fundamentally agree with that. Yep. But our parents have always been about. A party over everything. Yeah. So what I what I just find really, really fucking sad about the whole thing 
is he's not going to get held accountable, which means all of these fucking statutes that have been in place for centuries literally almost don't matter at this point because the precedent has been set by 45% of this country that we will not move away from toxic sludge leading this country because he wears my colors. Yeah. And, and used to wear my skin color. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until he got stuck in a fucking tanning bed. So it, it's one of the things that like, there's, there's no real, there's no real way to migrate away from this. Cause if I, I don't even think, electing a democrat as president next year matters I, I know it matters right it matters because you'll have four years of stability you can kind of regenerate some of these things that he's just fucking broken down but these people and their views don't go away no um and they have clearly drawn the battle lines as being everything but fox news is fake news everything but Trump style rallies is uh, complete bullshit and just political correctness and whatnot. Um, this doesn't go away. It do, like there's no easy answer here. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, but four years, you might be able to pass some things and like uh, get rid of gerrymandering, you know, like reduce uh, money's influence in politics, stuff like that to kind of make it a little bit more difficult, I guess, for us to end up here again? I don't know. I think you, you as a president and as a Congress, first off, if you don't take back the Senate and the House, nothing matters. Um, doesn't really matter who's in power because Mitch McConnell, first off, you need to take both back. Second, Mitch McConnell needs to fucking get booted out of that city. <laughs> that won't happen. Yeah, no. um, so it's... I mean, he's got a, he has a, he's got a Air Force veteran. Yeah. Female. Amy, Amy McGrath, I think is her name. Yeah, that is challenging him. I think it's Mark McGrath. Um, you know, I mean, I think it's, it's very, very short sighted to think that getting rid of Trump is, so it is the most important priority. But to think that that, ends this and we can move on. Hell no, and... no, I don't think anybody thinks that. I think we have serious problems, but I think the first step and the most important thing right now is to get Absolutely. rid of Trump. Getting rid of this stupid motherfucker. And like sometimes you do have to be short-sighted in that sense and so that you can then it's the, focus yeah, on the long game. It's the baby setting, steps setting, to... Setting the short-term goals. But I, I think, I mean, I think it's foolish. So I guess where I'm going with that is someone like Biden... He's hoity-toity. We just need to get back on the track that we set during Obama and da 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 da. Yeah, that's not enough anymore. No. It's not a thing. Like, it's, yeah, no, sorry, no. Biden, you should have ran against this motherfucker for years. People don't understand that. Yeah. So my the my stakes are high. It's a battle of hearts now, and that's like a really kind of dangerous thing. It's you can't just like go off like pure fact anymore. No. No, and the the facts don't matter. That's, I mean, that is the biggest problem we've got. Yes, yeah, so you have to like do things that are going to immediately impact people's daily lives, and like they're going to feel like they're taken care of. 
I feel like but that's dude, what needs to happen. I don't student need loan, shit to take care of me. <laughs> student loan forgiveness. Yeah, taxes might need to go up or whatever you're going to have to do there. But if you can get that shit passed, people will immediately feel that and imagine how excited you would get about something like that. Uh, okay, let's just quickly, if you rewind this podcast three seasons back, we can't do you remember because when I said the biggest stimulus we can do in this country is to forgive student debt? Mm, you also said, said it multiple times. You also said let homeless people jerk you off at stoplights for a small amount of shit. <laughs> okay, fuck off. But that's, yeah, but I'm I, very, I agree very with party is adopting that because it's honestly when when you look at the minute costs that that represents mm-hmm. in comparison to all the tax cuts we've willingly passed mm-hmm. yeah and the fact that it's a one-time cost it's not recurring um and you do that in conjunction with reforming college tuition to being free for anybody making less than x percentage of the median income of the state that they're looking to attend college um, I, th- I think you'll see a vast improvement in our generation's financial well-being, which is clearly not what the boomers care about. So to even introduce this to your parents, which is wild because they're our fucking parents. Like, yeah. wow. okay. Villem, they had to put up with this. And by what? they had to put up with this, they mean we had to tell you oh, to go wow. to college. Yeah, let me tell you, Brian. to you about what, what possibilities lie ahead of you. you know We're surrounded by a bunch of narcissists. Like, what, What's so fucked up to me... Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Surrounded by a bunch of narcissists. But what's fucked up to me is we sit here suggesting just reasonable policies, right? And their first response is, where's the money going to come from? And you go... Y'all went to war, yeah, four times, yeah, with no for what exactly? Yeah, for what exactly? Why did you support this? We got nothing from it. Anything? None of these people are safer today than they were when you went to war. It's way worse. It's far worse than it was. And then, and then we sit here going, "Hey, we can't afford school," but you guys got good college football out of it, I guess. Yeah, on the backs you know, of a bunch of black kids who yeah, don't have our, any sort of fucking all, any any tangible uh, uh, monetary value that they took from that. No, 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 no. Yeah, we'll, get yeah. In, we'll get into that in a couple months. That'll we got fun. rid of the fucking video game that could have that could have made them some money. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. We don't want to get any money. This, so, the, the, so. Yeah, so you all, you made sh- fucking damn sure of it that our generation could not afford college, right? After you, when when we talk to this generation before us, we go, oh, how did you go to college? Oh, I took a summer job and that paid for my tuition. And Can then you imagine? Fuck, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then my Pell Grant gave me <laughs> money for food and beer. And you're like, okay. my Pell Grant barely covered $800 didn't even cover books. Yeah. Like it didn't cover two yeah. semesters worth of books. And you're over here like, Oh, I ate and drank off of my Pell grant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I say as a person affected by student loans, I would immediately inject that money straight back into the, my local economy. Like, no, but there's no, there's just you and everybody else. There's, there's, there's no, this is all expendable income. The reason kids aren't buying homes is because they've got too much student loan debt. So yeah. this is not, this is not an economic, like, 
a, a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. This is completely the way economics works. Yeah. You get more expendable cash. Then what do you do? You spend it because shit, I don't have a house. The car I have is broken down that, you know, like right. there's, there's nothing to this. This is not a genius idea. It's just the fact that the people who are up there currently voting on this shit are bought and paid for. Yeah, so they, they go, no- where is the money going to come from for this? And you go, where did the money for everything else come from? Right? Like this is literally yeah. direct stimulus at the very, very bottom of the 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 uh, the money cycle, so if if you're dealing with putting cash back into the economy, that will have an exponential effect on economic growth um, because that money will go towards buying a good. That good can employ people. The employment of those people to produce said good, right? We'll give them extra money to go and purchase additional goods. And the save. housing market would fucking explode. Like. Yes. So, it, it, well, it wouldn't explode necessarily because you're you're going to be dealing with uh, additional. Well, okay, builders would explode. I don't know. The prices would explode. Yeah, not prices. I'm saying you would building just, would expose. You would just make housing attainable for people. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, that's what our parents did. Like, I don't understand how people, when, when you look at every study out there and you look at how important compounding interest and returns are to people's economic well-being when they're trying to retire, right? These fucks are, they're literally making a, a very, very valiant effort to make sure that no one in our generation will ever have enough money to retire because all of that return that used to go to your pocket because you got to invest it is going to banks and corporations and shitty fucking institutions out there that don't give a damn about you or your well-being because you're either going to have to pay more taxes because they pay less. You're going to pay higher interest because they want to guarantee the fact that they have a rate of return on their money. Um, yeah, it's all... It's all fucked. It's all fucked. It's it's just yeah. time for the boomers to go away. They have fucked this shit up more than they will ever know. Worst worst generation in the history of this country. No fucking doubt about it. You want to no know, doubt about it. You want to know the Brian Luck in this whole scenario? My last student loan payment will come up in I think December or January. Nice. Nice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right about that yeah, time mine. that they start wiping wiping student loan debt clear. No, I'm not going to because here's the deal. I've already paid this much in and I I fucking I would almost be pissed if they wiped it clean with this little left. It would almost <laughs> be an insult at this point. Just no 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 no. Let me fucking walk the rest of the way. I got this. Yeah. Mrs. Brian, on the other hand, fucking wipe that clean. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an economic stimulus for the old Brian household. That would be fucking yeah, great. I've got three yeah. years left on mine, and I'm stoked for that to be fucking done. That'd be amazing. Anyway, and even if they don't wipe mine, it doesn't matter. Like I've said it. Yeah, I was gonna say like all of us. Yes, like wipe out student loan debt. The government doesn't need to make money off of people going to school. No, they don't. 
This is literally their fucking job is to provide you with an education. Fuck this. To make you a, not even just provide you an education. Look at it from the standpoint of they're providing you, like they're creating a, 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 a great employee that will help grow yeah. this country in some way, shape, or form. A, a, a foundational taxpayer. Yeah, no right? shit. <laughs> the fact that we're sitting here talking about this as though a a a person who can become a productive member of society, pay taxes, all this shit, is less valuable. Less than valuable a corporation. Than, <laughs> I guess a prisoner. I like, I don't, I don't understand well, this because in, we pay in, more for prisoners per day than we pay for fucking college. Yeah. We pay more for prisoners per day than we do goddamn teachers in a public education yeah. setting. So the fuck, fuck everyone. Fuck everybody. There is no fucking, there is no positive. There's no light at the end of this fucking tunnel. It's all Actually, shit. The, the real thing we need to do is start equating all this shit. And I, I've been, I mean, I've said this before and I think it's very true. If the Democrats want to have su- successful debates, their policies need to be grounded in how fucked up the current policies are. Yeah. So, hey, how do we pay for this? Oh, do you know how much we spend every day in Iraq? Do you know how much we spend per day on prisoners in this country? Oh, yeah. And Think if I hear how if I few oh, yeah, that's we would have when we give people the ability to have a fucking college education for free. Think so about that. The cool thing is, so there's a the DA in Philadelphia. Uh, he ran, they're elected there, and he ran on the principle of, like, I'm not going after petty drug offenses because for every drug pri- you know drug uh, uh, arrest that we have to house in state prisons or in uh, city, county prisons, whatever it was that they were referring to, like, this amount of money that we spend every year, we could hire this number of teachers to teach our fucking kids. And the, the person mm-hmm. won, like, on a landslide. And also to your point, if I hear one more fucking person tell me that only six percent of the of America's GDP goes to uh, military and defense, I'm gonna fucking strangle them with my bare ass hands. I really oh my God, am. Is this the new line now? Holy fucking Christ! I don't I don't care what percentage it is. The fact that we spend six hundred billion dollars or whatever the hell it is on do seven yeah on on military and defense. Fuck a number. Just like just look at pure ratio. Took, take a, way, take a fucking sliver. Someone said that was 6%. Yeah. Oh, that's not accurate. It's I, 3%. Okay, even better. Even <laughs> billion, $20 trillion. Even better. Like, oh, it's only 3%. We can go fuck your 3% and give us half a percent of that and apply that to goddamn, I don't know, any other public works fund. Maybe yeah. uh, the infrastructure that's... Uh, literally crumbling around every day. And also, yeah. so, at some point in time, I really want to talk about construction and what good fucking construction is because it's goddamn shit. Like, let Americans enjoy the shit that, they, that we're paying to build around us at some point in time instead of just everything perpetually being under fucking construction. Anyway. <laughs> I gotta, you gotta get out of Dallas for that, bro. Dude, no, well, it, it can't. Uh, you Mrs. gotta get out of Texas for that. Let's Mrs. Go. Brian was in Minneapolis a couple weeks ago and uh, said that uh, from her, her findings there in the downtown area, that's kind of the same thing they're having there. It is. Yeah. But they, is. they really have two seasons there winter in, and construction. Yeah. Yeah. In fairness, in Minnesota, it's so harsh in the winter. It's like. I feel there's like a whole, a whole, a lot of whataboutisms that are going on down up there or uh, around you, here. You, you're very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think everybody needs to take a quick step back and look at what the fuck we're doing. And if it takes everyone constructionizing 100% of the time, then we're not really fucking living. We're just goddamn repairing the shit around we're, us. And that means we oh need to spread the, spread the fuck out. Spread the fuck out. We really lost sight of things, I feel like. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
We we got in the weeds Put here. A barbecue in your backyard and get yourself realigned. God damn it! Seriously, find a hobby. Good lord, please find a hobby. My hobby that isn't TV or your phone. My hobby is being on my TV, on my phone while watching TV and driving. Right. Uh, that's the yeah. American way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the music's playing. I've got to go to bed. So we're going to kick this thing out. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, and I, I just want to pose this one question to you as I sign out. What other beer podcast do you listen to that gets your mind working like ours does? None. That's the answer. So go over to iTunes. Leave us a positive review. Uh, leave a few kind words for us, if you will. And don't forget to follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at No Beer Left Cast. We out you. Uh, until next time, for Brian and Dallas, I'm out. For Willem and Tulsa, thank you for listening. Again, please find a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> or for Frank in far, 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 far north, uh, McAllen, right near the border. Uh, Brian, I did forget to report to you that last night I had an Hawaiian pizza that I put in the oven. Lord. And no god not lord for real okay you've never had a wine pizza at home i love hawaiian pizza okay shit well i fucking burnt it sucked have you have you ever burnt a homemade pizza after yeah. all that work yeah oh, yeah yeah i thought this was gonna be a dad joke That's yeah, I, say, I, I was like trying to find it no i mean i i just should have put it on a lowest setting i'm out <laughs> <laughs>